0: There's one thing that I know is true, never dim your light, shine it so freaking bright because you, my gorgeous soul, are unique. Your story is unique, your passion is unique, your business is unique and your brand is unique. So right here on the Magnetic Brand Builders podcast, I want to ensure that you never dim your light and you will always shine it bright. I'm here to bring you conversations, ideas and inspirations around building a magnetic brand which creates connection and trust within your community. Hey look, I have a no bullshit approach to helping you own your story, which is your superpower. Showing up with confidence on camera and being more awesome than you already are for the people that you are trying to connect with, that's what I'm about. I have over 17 years of brand, marketing and business experience, so I'm here for the long haul here to help you build a solid foundation for your freaking amazing brand so hang on tight we are going to learn some sensational stuff here at the magnetic brand builders podcast Well, hello, hello, gorgeous soul, and welcome to the Magnetic Brand Builders podcast, where today I am talking to you about the lemons that I've been eating. Well, they're not, it's not really, I mean, that sounds worse than it's really going to be, but basically I wanted to give you a little teaser about like, ooh, lemons, what are we talking about? Uh, I am Kristen Werner, the host of the Magnetic Brand Builders podcast, and today on the Monday Munchies, I am giving you a little snackable bit of information about when I launched the TikTok Curious Startup and Scale Academy as a beta course. Now, it didn't give me lemons in terms of the incredible women that were in this particular course, like not at all. They are the golden nuggets of the lemon spritzer drink. I mean, I don't know where I'm going with this, but let's just roll with it. Basically, uh, I wanted to say that TikTok chucked me some lemons when I decided to launch this, this course and it made me really nervous. But what I did do and what I wanted to share with you today is the three lessons that I learned when launching a beta course or when launching any course, but for me, this was a beta course. Now, if you were just tuning in, you're like, mm, cool, what the frick is a beta course? Well, it, what it is in the digital online space and, and certainly the course creation space is basically when you do a beta course or a foundation course, what you are saying to people is, You've got the idea and and you kind of write out your plan of what your course would ultimately look like. So I knew what my end goal was and I knew roughly what each lesson was going to be and I knew what my modules would be, but I hadn't done the course, right? So when I launched it and when I offered it, the course wasn't actually created, which I know... Part of you, like you may be stopping now and thinking, "Um, that sounds a bit freaking dodgy, Kristen, but it's not. It's very, very common in the online space and what it actually does is allow you to build the course around what your community really do want because there are two types of things here. When you launch a course, you could launch a digital course and you spend hours and days and procrastinate months and months. Like I know people that have spent six to 12 months on their digital product on their digital course to get it perfect and then they launch it and there's crickets and the crickets are like no I don't want it right and so there will be nothing more heartbreaking than that than launching a course to the universe that you have spent time and energy and you've created and it goes nowhere and look it is then something that you could put into another marketing strategy and certainly get get people involved in it however if the content really isn't hitting then that's quite a big problem so if you do a beta launch and you launch your course without even technically creating the the really robust part of the content what you actually do when you do that is you say when you go out and launch that that you are creating a course And you are inviting somebody to basically trust you to come on board at a really, and the idea of it is to be a really low price so that, and the price is not a discussion we're going to have today. We'll have it another day, but the price needs to be at a really low price point so that you are saying to someone, Hey, look, if you are willing to give me your time and energy and commitment and communicate with me what's working, what's not working, and we build this thing then I'm willing to say, look, if you could give me X amount of dollars for my time and energy to create this, we'll have like this really good little community um, and interaction that you're therefore creating a course that is ultimately just the first time the course is ever run. Because you might do a beta course, for example, and you get your community in and you go through the modules that you have in your mind that you want to create and the lessons that you want to do. And as you're teaching it, they just you know, the people in the course, your members might be throwing these magic questions your way that you had not even thought about or you might have decided how you're kind of planning out this course and then all of a sudden you're getting questions from the community or your members that you're like, oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Oh, I can add that into the course. So basically what you're doing is you're both... um, you know, trusting each other that they're trusting that you will teach them what you know and what you ultimately have promised. Like you don't just go into this, like, I'm just going to create a course like y'all give me some money and then I'll decide what it's going to be as we're rolling. You do have a plan, like a, a skeleton plan. And, um, I do work one-on-one with my clients to help them do this. So if you are interested in creating an online digital course, then please send me an email, drop into the DMs on Instagram or shoot me a, an email and we'll have a chat But basically, it, it's around understanding, like, you, you need to create the course outline. So you need to understand what your modules will technically be about and, you know, some of what the lessons that you want to teach and just kind of a real skeleton outline so that then when you communicate that you are launching this course, you do have those foundational informational pieces that you can share with your audience to let them know this is what you're creating. This is what they'll get. This is where you are and why you're creating the beta course and this is what you'd like from them. So it's very transparent and it's very normal and I'm in quotations here, but it's very, it's a very normal thing to do. Uh, especially in the course creation in the online world so sorry just hit my microphone Uh, it's very normal and um, something that happens quite often and it's if you do have the opportunity to go into one of these beta courses and you you trust the person teaching it then you actually get a really really fantastic experience because it's quite hands-on it's quite one-on-one it's the it's the first time usually that that coach mentor whomever sharing that content and 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 I hope they want to get a, get it right enough that they will give you that time and energy and serve you in the way that they ultimately want to because at the end of the day the information that they are creating with you they will then fine tune and for their next launch and their next launch so it's it's a really nice um I don't know what you call it relationship should we call it that um so Oh, that's what I did with the TikTok Curious Startup and Scale Academy is I launched it as a beta course and I was lucky enough to get twelve phenomenally wonderful women that were like, Yeah, we trust you. We wanna learn. Which was really great because I didn't do any um I didn't do any paid ads. I didn't do anything like that. I just went out to my TikTok Group. I went out into a Facebook group and I answered some questions. I didn't go into a Facebook group and was like, "Y'all got to find me here." But more, I answered questions appropriately because there is that um, part of the marketing kind of funnel that you do. That you want to ensure if you go into a Facebook group, you don't just go in there and you know throw out your lead magnets and throw out. Um, how you can help everybody else, but rather you get into the conversations, and if you can generally, if someone else asks a question and you can generally help them, then there is definitely a place where you can do that and build that relationship. But obviously, you need to check the rules of those of any particular Facebook groups, to be fair, because you don't want to be spammy, mix spam, spam, because that ain't cool, and people see through it. So anyway, I was lucky enough to just go to my email list and go to a TikTok, got me some incredible leads, and uh, even Facebook and Instagram. So, that is kind of where I started. So, all I wanted was just one woman, one person to do the course and that would be fine for me and and this is something that I've learned along the way that I'm also going to share with you today around how you need to look at the digital space and how you can look at it in a really positive light that at the end of the day, if one person trusts you and says, yep, I want to do your course... Instead of going, oh, my God, I can't do this. There's only one person. Like, this is so embarrassing. What are we going to do? All of a sudden, one, that person gets one-on-one with you. So that's high ticket for them, but they're not paying high tickets. So they're like, oh, this is wicked value. And then you get experience of speaking to one person. That is paying you. And yes, you might be like, that's not what I wanted. I wanted to win all the monies that I'm seeing all these creators talk about online. But at the end of the day, somebody, you have to start somewhere. You have to learn from people. You have to do these things that are uncomfortable because if you are not uncomfortable, then it's very hard to keep growing because if you stay comfortable all the time, then the growth is not as robust and it certainly doesn't teach you things and it certainly doesn't make you uncomfortable enough to potentially stuff up and then learn quickly and ask questions of your community and things like that. So, you know... All I wanted was one person to say yes. And usually what happens is, you know, one person said yes and then two and three and all of a sudden I had 12 and I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. So, what this particular podcast is actually about is that it's about launching an online course and giving you three lessons that I learned in in launching my beta course. But it starts off with the fact that I launched TikTok Curious Startup and Scale Academy. Which, P.S. side note, going to drop it in here because I can. Uh, the academy is actually open right now, so you can head there. Go to the show notes right now. You could join us like right now because I've got a really special offer that I'm going to keep open for a month, definitely a month, where if you join now in all the linky mint link links you can jump straight into the messenger group and you can get the course straight away and start learning and we will meet one uh, once fortnightly live to do q a's but the best part is is this messenger group which i am transforming into something i don't know yet roll with me and that's how i am i'm hoping like a little membership but right now if you join tiktok curious startup and scale academy that is open go the show notes You're able to join the messenger group, which we ask questions all the time. And it's not just TikTok questions, it's lead magnet questions, it's email marketing, it's, hey, I'm having a shit day, can we have a chat? I'm a mum in business, I'm tired, I'm stressed, can you help with this? So that's just a side note. You can go and do that right now. But basically, the the lessons that I learned, and, and when I started the TikTok Curious Academy, it was start of September, I had launched my TikTok. Uh, account in March and was able to grow to a thousand followers. No, I won't say easily, like it was strategic and I worked hard at it and I was, I was able to thankfully get to a thousand followers. And I, I really loved the experience. I loved being on TikTok. And then I was like, great. So I created this course. I did my background work. I got my, um, skeleton plan. I was like, right, I'm going to launch this. I launched this. I've got the 12 women in there. We're going along. And then all of a sudden TikTok's like, Hey y'all, here's some lemons. And I was like, no, which the lemons were basically views totally dropped, you know, like, um, I wasn't getting viral views by any means. Uh, I, and this is part of the course and part of more that I will talk about with TikTok in further podcasts, but it was that the views that I was getting were quite high and they were getting lots of engagement, lots of questions and stuff like that. And all of a sudden the views dropped and across the board, like there wasn't one creator that wasn't saying they dropped. And like creators that had um, 100,000, 30,000, 10,000 followers were now getting views around like the 1,000 And then you kind of, you go with a percentage and you're like, oh, hang on a minute. I've got like 5,000 followers and I'm still getting three, four, 500. So the ratios are, you know, same, same across the board. So, you know, you launch the Academy and you've got all these incredible women like, yeah, we're going to grow to a thousand in a month. And then the views drop. And this is the thing I learned. And this is what I really wanted to share because I wanted to be honest with it. I had a moment where I was like, shit, I have promised, not promised because, you know, you, you have to do the work that I share with coaching calls as well. It is it is up to you as the individual to do the work. I will guide you I will share what I know I will support you I will cheer you on but at the end of the day if you're not doing the work you're not going to get to a thousand followers like if you post one TikTok you're not getting to a thousand followers but if you go through the workbooks and you go through the videos and you join up the lives and you ask the questions you've got a really good chance of getting there and what I found was like the views went down and I was like what am I going to do like this I I didn't promise that they get to a thousand but I certainly said like you know it's such an incredible space and your business should be on it now, what the reason that I wanted to share this is because what actually happened was exactly what I wanted in the first place. Because any course I have ever done, and I've done a couple, but any course I have ever done, I have gone into it not to teach you about TikTok, not to teach you about Instagram, not to teach you those things, but rather to educate you around how to build your brand, your foundation. that Like I always say, and you've probably heard on past um, podcasts if you're an avid listener, if not, go back and listen to them and you hear it a few times, but that you would not, like if I said to you right now, would you build your house on sand? I'm hoping you're going to be like, no, that's just silly. No, you wouldn't because it's going to fall over. It's going to crumble underneath you. However, if you build your house on rock-solid concrete – right? That's the brand foundation, the rock solid stuff. And when I say foundation and brand foundation, I mean, you know who you are, you know what you stand for, you know, your purpose, your vision, your mission, your goals, you know, who your ideal customer is, and you know what you want out of a platform, out of your business. That's the foundation because then that means that if you build on that rock-solid foundation, you are able to build that house to a double-story house, do an extension, chuck in a pool, put on a tennis court, put on another story if you want, pivot, change directions, you know, put a, put an east wing or a west wing. But you're able to do that if you've got rock-solid foundations and what I mean by that when I'm talking about brand and branding and certainly when I'm talking about social media is if you have that foundation. You are able to go, you know what? I'm going to try TikTok. Great. Let's give TikTok a go. Okay, it's really working for me. I'm getting some traction. Fantastic. I'm going to stick with it. That means now that Instagram is going to be my, my secondary platform. That's going to be my nurturing platform because TikTok's kind of the top of the, the marketing funnel. It's the cold audience, right? So then Instagram is going to be that warm audience, but I'm not going to spend as much time there because I don't need to because I'm doing this one. Or you might think, you know what? LinkedIn's my market. I'm going to LinkedIn. But you know your brand foundation, so you can pivot over there and then you think no YouTube YouTube shorts is for me you are going there Facebook so what I'm trying to say is what I learned and what was confirmed for me which was just joyous is although TikTok was like here's some lemons your views are down now people have joined your course and you're saying you can get to a thousand and they might not instead of thinking to myself oh this is no good I've stuffed up what are we going to do I went back to exactly what I, I had intended to do and that was to help educate how to build your brand on different profiles, how to leverage your story, how to share your story, how to understand who you are and what you stand for and why you are there. And then what we're able to do is really dig deep and really get into the juicy stuff and really ask those questions about like who is your ideal customer and then what niche is that so that then when you're creating TikToks, you're niching down. And the thing that I love about the TikTok Academy is that It's not – like when I started, I did a lot of research around – who how to grow your tiktok account and i looked at lots of social media accounts and got all the tips and tricks and tools and all that now that took me a while to do so the tiktok curious academy is there to be like hey i've done all the background for you plus i'm in brand and marketing plus i know how to share your story so if y'all come over here what we're going to do is do it together so it's like someone holding your hand cheering you on helping you feel more comfortable and confident to to try something new and so the three lessons that I learned in launching the beta course, the first one is not to be afraid. And there's a few things around the not to be afraid. And, I, and I'm saying this, if you were considering an online course and you were wondering how's it going to fit into my business and I haven't even thought about it or maybe you have thought about it but you're like procrastination plus, well if that is you, at procrastination plus – You definitely want to DM me because procrastination and me are not friends. I like to ensure that you do the actions because if you're doing the actions, you are taking one step closer, right? So it's really important to me that I understand where the procrastinations are so we can get past them and move on and just do the things. And usually after a few conversations and a little cheeky one-on-one, I get to understand enough about you to know where those procrastinations might be and where we can like pivot them, turn them and so that that excites me a lot and that's what excited me the most about the the you know the beta course is understanding that that it is absolutely me not teaching tiktok It is me understanding who you are and what your brand is to help you communicate it and leverage it online so the don't being afraid is about what i said earlier if one person buys that is not the end of the world Hell no. It's fabulous. One person in this universe trusts that you can help them. That's huge. Because as an entrepreneur, we are dying for someone to be like, yeah, I trust you. Yeah, I get it. That's a huge compliment. And then you go about serving them, giving them the information, soaking up everything they have to have. And one quote that one of my very, very dear friends that I've actually had on the podcast before from Narrative Marketing, Amelia's quote that she always goes by a waterfall begins with one drop. Just sit with that for a second. A waterfall begins with one drop. Now put that into your business and think, if one person buys, that's the waterfall beginning to drop. If one person doesn't buy, but you could get one person in for free and say, look, you know what? No one bought it. Shit, this is embarrassing. You have yourself a moment. You think, oh God, brush yourself off. Get up. We're not here to be sad. You offer it for free for crying out loud and I know maybe you're rolling your eyes and thinking, yeah, but I do so much for free but you need to start that waterfall because what's going to happen is if you offer it to somebody for free and you might not give them as much one-on-one commitment, you might, doesn't matter but they have got to start that waterfall because they're going to ask you questions you would have never known if you'd either given up or just thought this isn't working, I'm not going to do it or just not even tried, Right? So a waterfall begins with one drop. Don't be afraid to launch it and just see who's out there and who is ready for it because somebody is. And you know what? If somebody isn't and nobody buys, don't quit. Please don't quit because there's a few things that you can do. You can take a step back and look, have a quiet moment to yourself. Feel sad about it. Don't think that it's because of you and you're a bad person. You're not good enough. No one's going to buy, blah, blah, blah. We've all been there. Imposter syndrome, I've been there a thousand times. All right, it's a really shit place to be. Have Like be there, acknowledge it be like, oh, that was crap and then move on because it's not personal, right? And as soon as we get past the fact that it's not personal, we can move on and think, okay, was it the messaging? And you can ask yourself these couple of questions. Am I solving someone's problem or am I just creating something that I want to create? Like I want to create a TikTok course. But instead, I didn't think that. My whole sole purpose was I want to help women understand how they can leverage themselves on this platform that is blowing up. And let me tell you, it is not saturated yet. You are not too old and your audience is absolutely 1000% there. Trust me on that one. But I didn't want to create just a TikTok course. I wanted to create a course for women to come to try it. If they're curious, see if you can do it and then give them the skills and the tools to understand their own brand so they can leverage it on TikTok, but they can also use it on Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube shorts, any freaking where they want. And that's, that's my little unicorn in this universe, which I love. I, I love when people can understand their purpose and their passion and so ask yourself that. Are you solving someone's problem? And then what you want to do is you want to make sure you meet them where they are at. And I had this really, really interesting, wonderful conversation with a new client the other day. And she's an affiliate market marketer. And when she explained her business, I was like, okay, I am very confused. But I asked her a lot of questions and I, I probably made her feel uncomfortable, although she was fabulous. Loved her. I was so excited after our chat, right? Because the questions that I wanted to know was I just wanted to really understand where it's coming from, what she could do for her ideal client, who her ideal client was. And then we got to the conversation of who is your ideal client and she started to kind of explain it. And I said, now, is, is that you kind of five years ago? She was like, yeah, it is. I was like, awesome. Okay, that's the best. Always the best when that happens. So then we gave her a name and we gave the, the um, oh, I've forgotten the word, customer avatar a name, right? And so I said to her, okay, so what does this person need? What do they need from you and what do they need? What do you need to tell them? And and she she came out with what she needed to tell them, you know, and it was more about the high-level affiliate marketing stuff. And I said, okay, now just imagine that this particular woman is you five years ago and you've just told her that and she's like straight over your head. Now imagine you stop for a second and you say to her, I understand that when you are feeling this low, and this alone, you hear somebody like me say that anybody can do it and you think to yourself, well, that's fine for you, but I don't believe you because I'm not there. I feel sad. I feel lonely. I don't feel hurt. I'm too busy. It won't work for me. So then you start to think about what kind of communication could you have with her? That is so much different to just the the top level stuff. But then you come down to that level and you, you can start talking to her around, I understand that this is hard to hear but I five years ago was in a place where I literally didn't think there was any other option for me than to go to Centrelink I didn't think that I would make it any further than that Centrelink door and just get that paycheck and then one day one moment one click on a Facebook ad completely and utterly changed my life and I cannot wait to tell you how that happened you are meeting her where she's at and you need to know your customers. You need to know what, what their problem is. And understanding that is so incredibly important because if you can meet them where they're at, that is where you have the real conversations. That is where you have that conversation that you wanted to hear five years ago when you were feeling like that. That somebody came up and said, I get it. Being redundant sucks. It happened to me. And for at least two weeks, I cried into my pillow and I thought nobody will hire me because I'm useless. And then all of a sudden... I met with one woman that said one thing to me and this is what that one thing was. And all of a sudden, you could meet her where she's at. You could have a conversation that she's like, oh my gosh, you get it. Not many people get it. And so that to me is the really exciting part about if nobody buys your product or nobody's following you and clicking the likes and the follows, then just go back to that. Meet them where they're at. Are you talking to your ideal customer? Are you talking above their head to a place where they're just not there yet? And so that is a really important part of the online course. And when I say, don't be afraid, that's it. Like go back to that and think, okay, so no one signed up. Maybe this is what I need to do. Go back to my messaging, re-drill down. And everything in your life is an experience and everything we grow from. So if no one signs up, you will learn from that. You will dig deeper. If one person signs up, you'll learn from that. If 25 people sign up, you will learn from that. There's not a pass or a fail in life. And it's us that give ourselves that story that can be really dangerous. So change the narrative and look at it from, okay, well, that didn't work, but why? All right, let's have a look. Oh, yeah, I was talking way above their head. I wasn't telling them what they get. I wasn't really being me. I wasn't showing up enough. Whatever it is, you have the ability to then go back. So number two in the three lessons that I learned in launching my beta course was there is no perfect time. Now, this one is one that I I know all too well, but you do forget it because, you know, we're human. We forget things and um, even though sometimes I say them as a coach, then I go and apply it to myself I'm like, nah, it doesn't, Nah, there, there is a perfect time. Now, now's not it. Well, I am just saying there is no perfect time. Like there is no perfect magic number of emails that you need on your email list. There's no... Perfect amount of Instagram posts, TikTok posts, videos, reels that you need to do in order to launch it. Now, there is certainly a plan that you need to have in place and there is a strategic way to do it. Yes, I 100% agree with that. But there is no perfect time. You need to create the perfect time. And by that, I mean pick a date, pick a day. If you are going to launch something, no matter what, whether it's an ebook, a digital course, um, one on one coaching, whatever it is you are doing and you want to launch, pick a date when it needs to be launched because it's a little psychology and when I numerous times that I said I can't run and I say that in inverted commas because can't c-a-n-t is my least favorite word because you absolutely can do a lot of things but we like to say we can't and that does stop us and that's an there's a podcast for another day however I remember years ago I'm into fitness and I used to play hockey and row and stuff like that but long distance running I was like I can't do that And then I started to train because one day I had a malignant melanoma. That was a whole different side story too. And I gave myself a personal challenge after that to run a half marathon. But I needed to start somewhere. And for me, the City to Bay, which is an Adelaide thing, it's uh, 12 kilometers. And for me, running two kilometers was like, what? So 12 kilometers. So I did train and all that. But what I did do is there is a date that it happens and you have to pay for it. So I paid for it. And that was the key, the paying. It was $30, I think. So it's not like it was $5,000 and I was go- going to lose my money, but it was $30. And for me, that was enough commitment. It wasn't that I'm stingy and thought, oh no, I've got to save my $30. It was more that I was like, no, I put i put it out there. I've told the universe, I've put money on this, I'm going to do it. And so that's the same with what you're launching. Put a date to it. Now, if you don't make that date because something happens, the kids are sick, whatever, it's cool. It's fine don't beat yourself up but what you'll find is if you've got that date you've got something in your mind to work to where if you're like yeah i'm just going to do like a digital course this year cool years gone yeah i'm just going to launch that ebook cool years gone well if you say okay on x date this is going to happen and you actually plan it then things do start to happen for you so although there is no perfect time you need to make that perfect time for you there is never a time that all your ducks will be in a row. I mean, if you've got kids, it's freaking chaos. Ducks are never in a row. And that's cool. That's kind of what I love about this because I am a little bit chaotic as well. I'm very structured and very planned in some respect, but I'm also very fluid with the fact that I go with one step is better than no steps. And that is something that I, I really think is so important, especially as a mum in business, is just one step. One step is better than none and I say this, uh, I I have a personal um, training certificate. So <clears throat> when I used to coach young women at rowing, they'd be like, Oh, I can't I can't do another burpee or I can't do twenty five burpees, which is like a jump in the air and then you land down and you put your legs behind you and do like like a push up. It's quite a hard thing. And we'd be like, Hey, let's do ten burpees. I can't do ten burpees. I'm like, okay, do one. And they do it. I'll see there you go. Now do another one and they do it, I'd say, there you go. Do another one. And then all of a sudden, you know, they might be getting tired, but they could get to five. And I'm like, well done, you did five. You told me you you said ten. I said, no, that's what I wanted. But if you literally, physically don't feel like you can do it, let's just do the ones you can do and tick them off. And then next time, do one more. Because every step forward is so much more important than standing still, because that's dangerous. Because then you start to doubt yourself. If you stand still, you will doubt yourself. If you're standing at the bottom of a hill, right? Right now, I'm, I'm asking you to run to the top of that hill and you're standing there, right? You're looking at the top of the hill and you're contemplating, can I do it? I don't know. Can I do it? this hard. I'm tired. I'm fit. And the longer you stand there, the longer you look at the top of that hill and procrastinate. Imposter syndrome slips in. You start to think, no, I can't do it. That's hard. It's going to hurt. No, it's not for me. I'm tired. I might, you know, I've had a cold. Ugh, ugh. You will start to convince yourself you can't. However, if you just start... To run the damn hill, you'll either hit a point where you get halfway and you're like, "I'm stuffed. I need to stop and keep walking." That's okay. Or if you're like me, a little bit, whatever, determined, um, crazy—I don't know what it is. Stubborn is definitely one of them. I would get to halfway and be like, "Okay, right, halfway. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going. I need to, I need to keep going. I need to do a little bit more. A little bit. Okay, I'm gonna do five more steps. Oh, I did five. Now I'm gonna do five more." So it's that one more step is all that you need. And then I think the last lesson that I want to let you know about, because I I think it's so important, is to trust yourself and listen to that gut feeling. And the gut feeling is that moment that just supports you in whatever decision you decide to make. Your gut feeling is so important. And like I could do a whole podcast on this and I would love to interview a million of you around when you just listen to your gut feeling and what happened, whether it be positive or negative, and it could have been negative in terms of it got you out of a situation and it could be positive that it helped you through a situation. But trust that gut feeling. Because if you are like, okay, I want to launch this course, I'm gonna do this, and everything in your body, that gut feeling is buzzing and you know, you got the little hairs and you're, you're gonna do it then you've got your date, you're ready to go. That is going to keep pushing you forward. And when the imposter syndrome starts to creep in, keep trusting yourself that you've got this. And it's so important to really just go back to that gut feeling and, and know that that gut feeling is everything. And even for me the other day, um, I was contemplating, I was talking to my coach actually about, you know, that I wanted to launch the TikTok Curious Startup and Scale Academy again. And I needed to do a plan and I didn't know when that was going to happen because we're quite busy with some wedding stuff at the moment. And I've got some coaching stuff, and, you know, I want to do this, but I've also got this. And, you know, how am I going to plan it? And then I had a one-on-one um, conversation with a client. It went so incredibly well and then I had another one of my conversations with another client and that went well and I got into that and then all of a sudden I was like, you know what, I'm just going to launch it. Why can't I open the doors for a little bit and just invite more people that might be curious because I was getting messages from so many people on Instagram actually and when I say so many people, like people say that as if there's like hundreds of people but let's say five because I'm going to be realistic and honest with you, because that's how I roll. But they were like, oh my God, this this TikTok course looks amazing. I'm not sure about TikTok. I don't know if it's me. Oh, it just feels like I've got so much on and I don't know. And I was like, look, the doors are open. If you want to come in, come in and let's see. And so I trusted that feeling. And I thought, yes, I can promote this and I can go down the path of a launch strategy which is so incredibly important and please don't for a second think that it is not an important part of this process. It's it's just not the conversation I want to have today because right now in my life I am so goddamn busy and I don't want to stress myself with that extra bit but what I do want to do is just say to anybody who's on the fence, hey, you want to join? Let's do it. And if that means one, two, five, ten people, that's ama- if that means you, if you are on the fence with TikTok right now, Then please head to the link in the show notes. Come and join us. Like, let's have some fun. Grow your TikTok because it is a platform that is so fun. And, you know, the most exciting and interesting part about the TikTok Academy, which I'll wrap up in a minute because there's no lemons here anymore. But every single woman, in the Academy has said to me, I said to them in a in a live call, you know, what have you found most of all about TikTok? And they all said, it's, I'm having so much fun. I've stopped worrying about imposter syndrome. I've stopped trying to be perfect. Like Instagram has tried to make me feel I have to be to grow. And I am just having fun. I haven't, you know, and, and a couple of them said, I haven't even grown that much on TikTok. Like, but I, f- I feel comfortable and I'm having fun and creating content is easy. And I was like, music to my ears and mainly because I have found it so fun, so fun. I have got so many leads and I've made more financial wins on TikTok than I ever have on Instagram. It's not a like a solid community but what is magic is you can get people into your community and now they're on Instagram and I see them there or they're now a coaching client or they're in the academy or they've asked about other you know three-month coaching opportunities to grow themselves on not just um, TikTok and that's really really freaking cool. So I suppose to wrap this up is (sighs) That when it comes to, you know, when I I started this podcast and it was around the fact that TikTok gave me lemons when I started the academy, that the, you know, the views weren't as high and, you know, I was concerned that people would not like the course because they did not get the thousand followers after 30 days. But what actually happened was I have found these (laughs) united and become a little community with these 12 women so far that have just reaffirmed to me that, what I love to do most is help women build brands and women across the board you don't need to be a mother to work with me by any means but I just think that maybe because I am a mom I truly understand that if you can get five minutes this is what you could do these are some of the things you could do and you know what if you have days where you can't do a damn thing that's okay too and so it's just easy to have those conversations but what is really um, exciting I think is That if nothing else, by launching the TikTok Curious Academy, even when I did launch it, I launched it and I trusted myself. I knew this wasn't the perfect time, but I did it anyway and I went with my gut feeling. And the success I have had on a personal note and for these women who a few of them, no, one of them has hit the thousand and I will do a special podcast about um, Erin in the coming weeks around some of the questions that we had towards the end that kind of got her from 400 to a thousand pretty quick when we start to niche down. And then the other success stories we've had is three of the other um, women in the academy have doubled their following, but what they have all said Is that their growth, both personally and when they've seen their analytics, has far outweighed the following, just from terms of people viewing it. They've had a few people have said that they've already had people contact them and um, inquire to work with them or follow them up on Instagram because they found them on TikTok. So it's been a really, really sensational process. And so although it felt like lemons at the very start, I'm so glad that I trusted myself that this was never just a course how to grow your brand on how to grow TikTok, a TikTok account. This was about how to understand your brand, and your brand foundation. So um, this has been a mammoth munchies session and for those that are still here let me tell you i appreciate you (laughs) because i wanted this to if nothing else kind of shine a bit of a light on what does go on and um and what it's like to create a digital course and how you could launch a digital course now i haven't gone into it in in huge amounts of depth but if it's something that you think geez that was actually really interesting and something i want to know more about please dm me share this um Share this podcast on your socials. And that that's probably the biggest thing that I have to say. When you listen to a podcast you love, the most incredible thing you can do to the podcaster, for the podcaster, is share it on your socials. I mean, obviously, number one would be go and leave a review because then that helps with um, – you know, becoming discoverable and whatnot, but share it, share it with your friends, share it on your socials, leave a review, send them a DM. I had a DM from a beautiful listener the other day. So if she's listening now, oh, hi, um, that just reached, reached out and said that she's enjoying the podcast and for somebody, you know, and a, and a bunch of other really lovely things, but you don't know how much that means to creators. And it, And on social media, I think sometimes, and certainly on Instagram, that's probably why I love TikTok even more. It's because on Instagram, the comments from people that you don't know, like the cold comments, just aren't really there or they don't feel as authentic. Like the comments from your followers that you have nurtured that are in your community on Instagram are beautiful. Like they're really warm and I love, 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 love. We're on TikTok. It's a cold audience, but the amount of love and questions that I get from my content and that I I ask other people and give for other people, that's where I see a real difference. So anyway, I am going to wrap up. Because I've got to go, to be perfectly honest, my kids uh, have been away for the day and my husband's been at work and I've had the whole day to myself. And so I thought I'd end the day on a cheeky podcast, which is this one. You're welcome. Now I'm going to have myself a long-ass shower, do my hair, maybe pour a cheeky glass of champagne and call that a day. So that is the Monday Munchies for today. And if you've got any questions, like I said, please DM me. Follow along on TikTok or Instagram, Kristen at Coach. And if you are interested in the TikTok Curious Startup and Scale Academy, you can join right now. The doors are open. They will be open for at least a month and that is so that you can get into the messenger group and ask any question you want, have one-on-one contact at all times. And I cannot wait to see you there if that is for you. All right, I got to go. See you later.